The following episode contains strong language, violence, body horror, and references to alcohol and fictional drugs. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. Douglas Pennington and Judge Margaret Lynch uh, make their way out. At this time, I am leaning towards proceeding with a trial. The fuck? Frank looks frustrated. Betsy looks like she's keeping it together, but she looks a little angry. Lewis is like, damn it. Brock's fucking pissed. Yeah, so you all would recognize this person. He has been out of town for quite a while, but this is the crafter. Uh, he is a hero that has been with Riverside for a long time. In terms of how he looks, not a suit, but like a vest on, like he's a little more dressed up than normal. But he also wears like a hooded cloak. So dramatic. Crafter, pleasure to finally meet you. Likewise, Laserhawk. A police officer walks up, he's a bit of a larger fellow, and he goes, Whoa, 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 what's... are you here to help? Um, hello, officer? Hi, Officer David Winslow, RCPD. Isn't that the name of the dad from Family Matters? That's Carl Winslow. Okay, wow, you enter immediately. This is just a beat cop who's out there, and he he knows that Family Matters. I quit. This is it. I'm done. I'm leaving the group. (laughs) He goes, holy shit, check this out. Oh, no. Oh, God. He turns on the TV, and it's on the outskirts of town near the Chicote Mountains. And it's just an area that just looks completely, like, seared. Everything in the immediate vicinity is burned, and everything in the outer vicinity around it is, like, dying. I'm already texting Hornet. And she texts back, yeah, I saw it too. Meet you there? Yup. So yeah, you all load up onto the van. The crafter reaches out and generates a portal in front of the van, and the inside of it is just swirling pink and purple colors. Visual Van leaps through the portal, ending up on a dirt road looking up toward the Chicote Mountains. Everybody, make a perception check. Um, yep, they're mountains. Yeah, 5 and 8, 13. 23, baby. Roll the 13, and so 17 overall. All right, you all notice this. As you come through the portal, moments later, you realize that there is another car coming the other way, barreling towards you. Ah, Ruby, roll a vehicle check. Fuck. Or you roll the vehicle. Okay, I rolled. I rolled pretty. I rolled pretty good. Please don't. Please don't destroy my van. It's in this moment that Brock thinks, "Huh, this isn't how I thought it was gonna go." Twenty-three overall. The car that is about to barrel into you honks, and you veer off to the side. Luckily, there was some clearing before any of the trees started. You were able to just like get into there and get back onto the road. It's a. It's a fairly narrow road. There's no other cars coming towards you. Brock pokes his head out the window. Keep it out for portals, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, yeah, on brand. The crafter, you could notice, had gripped the seat of his of his chair. First near-death experience in the van. 
in the van, yeah. I guess mostly, you know, that's the risk with the portals. Usually I'm walking through them. I have a little more control over what's going on. Oh, thank God you didn't walk in that one. You probably would have got hit by a car, bud. Yeah, I just make another one underneath me, drop through it. Yeah, no, that's fair. Or make one in front of me and make that other car go through it. Oh, yeah, no, just send him to another dimension. That's fine. What if he gets sent back in time? You know, these are some ethical quandaries that I might not have considered if I was about to be hit by a car. (laughs) So now you're making your way along. You can see the Chakotay Mountains, like, basically up and to your your right as you're going down this road. Uh, The highway is also not too far from where you are. And it's not too long until you get to an area. You arrive on the scene. There are police kind of, like, taping it up and kind of holding people back. Are there any police officers we recognize? Yeah, uh, there is Officer uh, Dave Winslow uh, is the only one you recognize. Okay, I want to walk up to Winslow and, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen him, and it's be like, hey, Winslow, it's been way too long, what's going on here? Yardak, Yardak, oh man, thank god you're here, this is, this is very odd. And he also sees, like, Visual Aid, Laserhawk, the Crafter, Gemini, and he's like, whoa, whoa, big crew of heavy hitters here. Yeah, weird seems to be the theme of the day, so lay it on us. What are we dealing with? And they've kind of been making, like, this perimeter is not just taped up, but also kind of, like, putting up some uh, barriers so, like, people can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the press is kind of gathering around nearby. Also, like, they're having to, like, direct cars because it's kind of, like, blocking the road. As Winslow takes you around the barriers, you can see, like, a little bit of what the TV cameras had caught. Basically, everything kind of following a line is just, like, scorched. And then everything in the immediate vicinity, like about 10 feet outside of that line, is uh, kind of like wilting. Like all the plants and stuff are just like dying or dead. Uh, wasn't Hornet with us? I can't remember. Uh, Hornet, you messaged Hornet. Hornet's going to meet you here along with Rickard and Bethany. Agent Alan Rickard, I think, was in the bar with us. Was he? Right, right. Uh, he and Bethany were going to take motorcycle and meet you there. Is Bethany going to get on a motorcycle with him? Is that him? Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, right now it's just a lot of you main heroes. Well, let's go kick the shit out of a forest fire. Alright, let's fuck up Smokey. No, Smokey's gonna be- this is our team up with Smokey, dude. Don't fuck this up for me. Don't fuck this up for me. Smokey had enough, and he says there's only one choice, burn it all. Oh. Only I can prevent humanity. So yeah, what are y'all doing? I guess I'm gonna leap in and see what's going on. Like, actual, like, po- like Pulsar Pogo, or just, like... It's kind of what I'm thinking, yeah. Okay, because it's not that big of an area. I was gonna try and do, uh, like, perception check to see if I can see anything weird about the burns. Uh, well, I guess that would be more of an investigation check. Okay. Do you have investigation? Maybe? I do. Okay, well, wait, Rachel was the one who suggested it. Let's see if Rachel... I do not have investigation. Okay. So, I mean, you can perceive the area, but if you actually want to kind of examine it in more detail, that would require Brandon or Dan, if Dan has, if Yardak has investigation. I do. I have seven. Do you see anything weird here? Let's see if I do. Eighteen. Laserhawk, what you kind of notice is as you get closer to that, like, charred black center, you can feel yourself getting warmer. So. I'm getting warmer, and it's not because of fire. Yeah, make a fortitude check. Oh, dope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see, 14 plus, oh, thank God. Plus 8 is 22. 
you feel a little woozy for a moment. You're otherwise okay. You can kind of, uh, r- uh, Ruby, roll a perception check. <laughs> I see nothing. I rolled it out one. Well, what do you get? What's your total? I want to say it's five. Yeah, it's five. Okay, no, you're still able to take notice of this, honestly. You can see a couple of the police officers who were, you saw them on the news, who have been there for a little bit. They're also getting a little wobbly. Oh, I thought of something. Is there anyone who looks like they're about to, like, fall down right now? Yeah, you. I think uh, Winslow himself looks like he's getting a little staggery. There's just something I think would be fun. I, like, see, can I, like, see that he's about to fall down and make a bench? Yeah. Okay. I see that he's about to fall down. I just make a bench, and then he like falls under the bench instead of onto the ground. Yeah, and he just lands in a lands in a huff like whoa. Puts his hand on his head, and he's kind of like swaying back and forth. He's like, "Sorry, it must just be r- really hot out today." I'm not sure how how long have you been out here, Officer Winslow? We only arrived on the scene about tw- twenty minutes ago. And I I kind of like look at Laserhawk. And you weren't feeling like this before you got here, specifically, right? No, no, I wasn't. And it's at that moment he just leans over and hurls. How close was I to him? I, th- I assumed you were a little ways away, like you just kind of made the bench in- behind him when he fell. Oh, I went because I was talking to him, I didn't, so I was... And I will say that you all also probably not only know... At this point, you're not only noticing that he hurled, you saw Laserhawk stumble a bit, as he went towards to investigate, and you kind of see the police officers also get, also getting wobbly. Are there any fire trucks around? I mean, there's fire. Uh, well, no, there's no fire. Remember, everything is just, like, charred. And so at, at the moment, there are no fire trucks. Damn. He was going to steal their water. Yep. <laughs> Did the cops bring water with them? Just water bottles? Yeah. You know, you had to ask. Did you guys happen to bring, like, water bottles with you? Uh, yeah, I got a case of them in my squad car, because I thought we might not be out here for a while. I'm going to go grab one. Drinking water wouldn't be bad for these people. And also, as you go towards the squad car, which is parked near everything, you also start to feel warm. Make a fortitude check. Uh, no, thank you. At least I didn't roll on that one for that one. 23 overall. 23 overall. Okay, same thing. You sort of stumble, catch yourself, feel a little woozy. I go to, I, I'm still trying to get the water. Yeah, when you go to touch the um, cop's car, it is very hot. Like, hot to the touch. Hotter than it should be, for even though it's a sunny day out. Can I make an oven mitt for my hand? Sure. I make an oven mitt and try to open the car door. Okay. Oh, no, no, like, yeah, like, you're not gonna burn yourself touching it right now, but, like, it was just very hot to the touch. But, I mean, yeah, you can make an oven mitt and open it safer. I make an oven mitt more in case it's even hotter inside. Yeah, when you look inside the water, like, just a few of them are, like, just boiling a little bit. Yikes. Oh, dope, and I'm the closest to this thing. Hey, um, what the fuck? <laughs> I just kind of point at the water. Um, I want to throw up a force field and try to walk out into this scorch and see what I can see, seeing as how Laserhawk couldn't get out too far. Okay, I mean, Laserhawk is still at it. I was about to say, I didn't stop. Uh, like, well, without getting all fucked up. Yeah, essentially, as you start, like, walking towards the center, like, near where Laserhawk is, you start to feel resistance. Basically, like, something is fighting back against it, like an invisible force, basically. Ooh. You see the water starting to steam a bit. Oh? I want to freeze my water. Kind of the same thing. Uh, well, I mean, once you freeze it, you can't keep moving it the same way, exactly. 
but basically, like, once you freeze it, it starts to melt. Then could I just kind of, like, keep up a cycle? What are you trying to do, I think is my question. Like, explore without getting hurt. Well, yeah, so you're also still going to need to make a fortitude check because you're getting close to this thing. Okay. Do I get, like, any little bonus since I have a field? Or, yeah, a force field? No. Oh. Okay, so fortitude. Three and four. Twenty-four. Kind of the same as the others. You got wobbly, you felt woozy, you're pushing on through, though. Uh, when you look around, though, you realize, like, another of the police officers threw up, and another one has, has just passed out. Oh. Okay, I also noticed that people are just, like, passing out at this point, right? Yeah, everyone notices this. And, and Laser Rock, you're gonna need to make another fortitude check, since you didn't say that you were moving away from it, at least. Oh, no, I'm trying to move closer to me. With me. The record, I can roll the 24. Again, you're still continuing to feel just a little off, but not enough to, like, stop you in your tracks or anything. Uh, am I close enough to where it'd be worth it to make another investigate or perception just to figure out what the fuck is doing this? Yeah, you can make another investigation. 19 plus 5 is, uh, 24. Wow, you rolled really good. Okay, so you're not really seeing anything directly, right? But you can see the crafter kind of looking out over everything and kind of observing and looks inquisitive. The fuck you see up there, B? Sorry, I should mention it's around that point, like, as you're saying that, he's kind of, like, floating into the air a little bit. And when he does, you also see, like, kind of a field coming from, like, a, an energy coming from his gauntlets. What do, you, what do you see from your hooded eyes? I have a... And he also kind of wobbles for a second. I have a theory. Hey, Cass? And right next to him, like, on his shoulder, pops up a little hologram of a young woman. Oh, that's cool as fuck. What the fuck else? What does this guy got up his sleeves other than metal-ass hands? <laughs> and yeah, when this hologram pops up, she goes, yeah, boss, what's up? I need a, a satellite image of this area, stat. And he actually stops flying and kind of like just lands back on the ground and like steadies himself. Um, and she goes, all right, on it. Cass goes, holy shit. And she also kind of looks around. Oh, hello, new friends. Howdy, howdy, Marino. Hi. Greetings, hologram lady. Crafter, like, steadies himself. He actually catches himself on the bench you made. Nice. And she goes, yeah, we are getting just a massive heat signature here. Boss, this place is radioactive. Oh, we love that. Excellent. I'm always wanting a third arm. And Crafter just kind of goes, we, we should get away from being so close to this. Agreed. Expand the perimeter. And he kind of, like, falls onto the bench. Whoa. Should we, I, like, should, do we need to call medical attention for them? And I just point out the cops that are, like, barfing and passing out around us. Laserhawk, roll. I forget, you have either law enforcement or military background, or both, possibly. Like, I know you, your character has both, but I forget you have an expertise in one of them. I have an expertise in both. Whichever one's higher, roll it. Well, law enforcement it is, baby. That's going to be an unnatural 20, 11 plus 9. Yeah, you know you from your training, like, already, like, procedurally. You're gonna want to get every- you're gonna want to expand the perimeter, uh, you're gonna want to get medical attention. People who are throwing up, like, that's bad news. Well, in that case, I'm going to, uh, dad voice it up and try to rally the troops. Alright, everyone, this is what I need to do. We're gonna expand this perimeter by an extra 200 feet, we're gonna be safe, we need to call a medical evac in for some of these guys, we're dealing with radiation by the seams of it. We need to take this shit seriously. I'm not even gonna make a roll persuasion check. People are throwing up and falling around. They're gonna they're gonna wanna get out of there. 
Hey, that guy's not throwing up. We should listen to him. I'm gonna start making... Oh, fuck, I can't think of the name. Ruby, make buckets. No! Like a stretcher? Yes, I started to make a stretcher. I start making stretchers to start putting on the people who have passed out. Gotcha. Crafter looks at you, Laserhawk. Grab, grab those two. Like the one that threw up and the one that passed out. I do that. Crafter reaches out and makes a portal underneath you, and about 100 feet away, you fall, like, land on your feet, holding the two. <laughs> we. <laughs> we. <laughs> like, literally imagine the portals from Portal. Like, you just, like... We could just say, hey, portal them to the hospital, right? Yeah, I mean, you have medical evac. Do you want to deal with that tiny chance of them ending up in the 1800s? You just mo- you did that by moving them for 50 feet. Why not just go for the hospital and go for broke? Um, would it be worth it since she's the only doctor I actually know calling Lydia? Sure, absolutely. Okay, I call Lydia. Apologies, Ruby. Yes, what is happening? Um, I don't know if you saw on the news those, like, burn marks that were near the Chicote Mountains? Yes, yes, I, I just was watching the news. Um, I saw you had arrived. What is, what is, what's going on? It seems to be radioactive, and the cops are reacting very quickly to that. They're already, like, vomiting. Are, are, oh, oh, oh my goodness. Are, and passing out? <laughs> are you able to move them? Are you okay? Uh, so far, um, with our, uh, the post-humans seem to be a little bit sturdier to this, but, um, we're starting to get woozy, and we're using, um, the crafter's abilities right now to move them, but, uh, you're the only medical professional I really know, so I was... Is there anything else we should be doing? I, I will be there as soon as I can. Just keep an eye on them. Yes, if they, whoever is passing out or throwing up, make a note of that. Uh, they need immediate attention. They will also, if they are that radioactive, they will likely need to be decontaminated and, and, and quarantined. Okay, I, cause, am I near um, Officer Winslow right now? Uh, yeah, but remember that Officer Winslow also just threw up. Yeah. I literally make a note and a like a pencil and write vomited and like stick it to him. You're making a sticky note. <laughs> they, I don't think I can make a sticky note, can I? I was gonna say I didn't know if you could do that. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I think the chemicals in that would be a little too difficult. I assume he has a pocket somewhere, and I put, like has thrown up, put it in his pocket, start making. I just, honestly don't think otherwise we will keep track of who was vomiting. Uh, Gemini is helping you with uh, with moving them as well. Pretty much, you've been able to push back this perimeter fairly easily. Because I don't know of anyone else, and I asked Lydia, can you, do you know who to call to, like, get as many medical people here as possible? Because there's a lot going on. Ghostbusters. <laughs> we are not going to want to bring the medical attention there. We are going to want to take them to the closest medical facilities. Okay. I will call some contacts at Riverside General, get them there as soon as possible. Uh, okay. We don't want to take them to Riverside General. Take them to Pripyat. They have experience. Pripyat? Is that what you just said? Yeah, Pripyat. Oh my god. I will get to Riverside General myself to help provide medical assistance. Stay safe, Ruby. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's around this time now that uh, Rickard and Bethany, you can see them rolling up. And I just look at them. So it's literally radioactive here. So we're trying to move away from it. Bethany's eyes go wide, and she goes, what? And she kind of just immediately, like, scampers back, like, 20 feet away from all of y'all. <laughs> you know what? Good. Yeah, don't blame her. And then I turn to everyone and say, I just got off the phone with Dr. Alvarado. She is prepping people at Riverside General. We think we need to start moving people there. 
And Crafter just nods and goes, good, good thinking. Are you, do you need help, like, medical assistance? One thing at a time. One thing at a time. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. How far is Riverside General from where we are? Yeah, so basically, you're at the edge of the Chicote Mountains, like right in between, like where the trees are and where the actual list, where the actual name of the mountains are listed. So from where you're at, the Riverside General is down in the Centennial, which is not, you know, too far. I would say, like it's to drive there would probably be like twenty minutes. It's not terrible. Depends on traffic, you know, possibly ten. I can put sirens on the van. Oh, so we have magic police cars. Yeah, how are you planning on transporting them? Because I know Yardak had suggested having the crafter try to do it. Honestly, crafter, can you, are you able to portal people there right now, or do we need to start driving them? I think I have enough in me for one portal, I just don't know how long I can hold it open. But we should, we're going to need to stay in the relative area to investigate, I think, aren't we? We are, yeah. True. But we also need to start getting people there. I can make my, I can make the visual van uh, have a siren. Uh, but that's a 20-minute drive there, a 20-minute drive back. I say load them in the cars. I can portal the cars then. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have someone go through the portal first to make sure I don't, you know, land some cars on someone else. Fair. And I go, officers! And a couple of them snap their heads up. Yeah, visual. Who of you are able to drive the squad cars with the people who can obviously cannot drive? Okay, of the, like, ten or so police officers that are there, like, three of them raise their hands. Okay, and I go, I was like, start labeling them in the squad car and start uh, getting people in the visual van. Uh, yeah, basically, they between I think between uh, between the squad car and the visual van, they're able to uh, fit all of the, definitely all of the police officers in. Okay. Dope. So not driving the van, I go, someone needs to go ahead to make sure I'm not about to like run someone over with this van. I mean, I'll jump through it real quick. Okay. Crafter takes a deep breath, holds out his hand, and makes the portal. Boing, we good? Yeah, yeah, there's nothing there. It's actually like a, a parking garage that's pretty empty. Boing, we good? Okay, and I vroom vroom through the portal. As you're going there, you see a couple EMTs getting out of an ambulance. Oh, in, like in the parking garage? Right, right. And I, I uh, roll my window down. I was like, we have people with radiation poisoning in here? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, visual aid. One of them immediately starts, like, get him situated, I'll run in, and he starts, like, running in. And a few moments later, like, you see people starting to come out with stretchers. And I, and then I say, also in the squad cars that are following through yeah. the magic portal, I guess. This is, that part's actually new to me, too. People would kind of recognize the crafter's portals. Okay, and I go through the, the portals. People are coming out with, like, gurneys and stuff. And they're starting to give, like, fluids to the ones that passed out and things. Okay, are all the squad cars through now? It was only the one squad car. You were able to fill it, feed everyone, yeah. You okay? Oh yeah, my van's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was a total of ten officers. And I want to say that I started, like, the notes on everyone of who had already passed out, who was throwing up. Yeah, yeah, um, and they're able to, uh, like I said, start gurying them out. One of them does look at you and say, you're going to want to get this van, like, cleaned out. True. So yeah, wouldn't all the cars be irradiated themselves? The squad car definitely is, like... Yeah. I was gonna say, your van was only there for a short period of time, by comparison. Let me go out to get the visual Prius after this. The VP. The Prius could not have my uh, movie-making stuff, my filmmaking stuff. 
Not as easily. Not as much of it. What do you do next after you've kind of filled them in on what's going on? Um, Are they all out of my van? Yeah, everyone's out of the van now. Like They've got everybody on gurneys and stuff. Okay, I'm trying to decide whether I should just leave the van here and just walk back to the portal so my van doesn't get more irradiated. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Laserhawk, just so you know, Crafter's kind of like, I'm going to need to pull out in a second here. I'm going to need to shut down in a second here. I'm going to poke my head through the portal real quick. Hurry the fuck up! Okay, everyone's out of my van, right? Yes. Okay, I jump back in my van. I guess I try to drive it back through the portal. You just revert, throw it in reverse. Yeah, and I go, thanks. Tell Dr. Alvarado I say hello. And I just reverse out of there. Brock sort of dives out of the way like, fuck. Hey, she did what you asked her to. Yeah. Okay, and the second you get through, Crafter, like, let's go. And just kind of like has to take a seat on the bench. And Gemini's kind of like jostling him a bit like, you all right? Yeah, yeah, fine. So what the fuck are we going to do about that? points at the giant monstrosity of radioactive death, which we still haven't figured out what it is. What? Maybe we should figure out what the hell it is. Okay, what do you want to do? I'm gonna figure out what the fuck's going on here and jump back in. You gotta... Wait, okay, so you're jumping right back into the center of it? I've already been in one situation where I inhaled a bunch of funky chemicals, and goddammit, I got superpowers. What's the worst that could happen if I do it a second time? death <laughs> yeah i at least want to jump over it to see if i can like look down and see something yeah when you jump up into the air what you can see i imagine you jump back and forth a couple times oh yeah like you don't have to take it all in in one but you realize that the trail is going in a line a pretty like you know kind of a curving line like back and forth a little bit and then eventually starts to peter out like you see it gets smaller and smaller and eventually you just you keep seeing the decay and that decay goes into the brush that's, like, just a little bit away from you, like, going up the hill. Well, I guess I am going to land by my teammates, point to that general area. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's getting less bad over there. Looks like that's the direction it's headed, too. I don't know, maybe this thing's running out of gas. I sure as fuck hope it is. So am I jumping in alone like a dumbass, or does anyone want to be stupid with me? Uh, well, I feel like you might want to jump if you want to, but we're, I think we should take the more roundabout way around. Well, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, yeah, I'll take the more roundabout way. I'm I'm going to ask you something, RC, that I'm sure I can't. I can't make, like, like radioactive, like, things to help, like, a suit for that, right? Like a hazmat suit? Yeah. Uh, let's have you roll for it. Okay. Like, you can definitely make a suit in that shape, we just, you just don't know necessarily how effective it is. Okay. It rolled off the table. <laughs> that doesn't bode well. 26. Yeah, you form the suit, and when you, like, put it on and put the helmet on, you definitely feel, like, a little better. Okay, can I do that as many times as necessary for the amount of people here? Um, okay, I'm gonna have you roll for each one. Okay. So that is, uh, so you need to roll for Laserhawk, Yardak, Gemini, Crafter, um, and I guess technically there's also, like, don't forget there's also, like, the crowd of people in the distance, uh, there's also Rickard and Bethany. Tell th- I will tell them to stay away from it. <laughs> okay, someone should probably do that. Yo, is fucking Hornet here yet? 
okay, yeah. Actually, around this time, you see um, a, a car pull up, and out of the back of it, you see Hornet get out. Oh, hey! Did, oh, did you Uber here? Yeah, I didn't think it was a good idea to just be bouncing from the north end in, in the broad daylight. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. We gotta get you, like, some kind of official anyway. I'm gonna turn to Hornet, and I go, Can that, can your suit act as a hazmat suit? Um... No. Why? Oh, yeah, this place is radioactive as fuck. Jesus Christ. I try- okay, and then I try to- I'm trying to make hazmat suits, but this is not something I've done before, so I cannot guarantee how good these hazmat suits will be. Hopefully I don't grow gills. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Pam looks at you like very- Pam has a mask on, but you just feel that the look behind it just says, Fucking hell. (laughs) Is there anything I can do that's not getting near the radioactivity? And I go, can you keep them away from the radioactivity? And I point at the crowd. And I go, politely. Hmm. Yeah, I can find a way to do that. What about uh, Bethany and Rickard? Go home. And I go, do you guys want to get be getting closer to that or hang out with the crowd? Bethany kind of looks back and forth. I'll record from here. Or wait, can I give you my GoPro? Sure, and I put the GoPro on the actual side of my suit. Yeah, imagine like your shoulder or something. Yeah. And I go, what about you, honey? I'll help Hornet with uh, with crowd control. And I'll let Union know what's going on. They're going to want to know about this. But I did call uh, Dr. Alvarado, too. Oh, okay. She probably already let Betsy know then. But you know what? I'll call. I'll, I'll start coordinating some things just in case. We don't have any. You don't have a lot of resources right now, but. Yeah. And then, you know what? Here and then I there is there not is there already like uh stay away of like the tape being like get stay the fuck away from here right right remember you expanded the perimeter you know what I make a couple signs that say like this area is radioactive and I go here honestly let them see it at least it'll probably keep them away from it thanks honey and then okay I guess I start need to start rolling for hazmat suits. Yeah, yeah, and as you're doing that, you see Pam spark her fists up, clap them together to create basically like a light show and said, everybody, eyes on me. Okay, so I'm wearing a hazmat suit. Okay, let's say this one's for Yardak. No shit. <laughs> uh, this hazmat suit will not be as good. I'll take the shittiest one again. I'm kind of hoping I get more powers. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, basically, this is not like a, a degrees of shittiness. This is like... It's either working or it's not working. I'm kind of hoping for two more arms. I'll be straight. Plus, I rolled a three. Ten. This is as much soon as a ten. Ten, twenty-six. Two of your, of your four done now. I rolled slightly better. Am I slightly better? I mean, I rolled a four, so that's one to eleven. Fuck. Last one. Okay. Okay, I rolled a thirteen, so this one is a twenty. Okay, so yeah, you've got four hazmat suits of varying degrees of quality. Does Gemini not need one? Sorry, I forgot about Gemini, yeah. Oh, this one, I rolled a 13 again, so this one's a 20 as well. Okay, so two 20s, 10, 11, 26. Can we... I I think I'm already wearing the 26, because I was testing it, and I was like... Right. Am I able to tell which ones are working and which ones are not? Not particularly... Okay, I think that we're, this is going to have to work as we're going to put the hazmat suits on and you're going to have to let me know if it's not working. I'm sorry. Gemini's like, no, it's all good. Puts it on over her jumpsuit. She's like, it's going to get real crispy in here. 
Okay, who who uh, who's using which ones? I'll take the shitty one. I want my extra arms. I don't know if we can tell which ones are shitty from the outside. All right, all right, fine. Only one of them really stands out. Like that, just it doesn't. It feels lighter than the others. My third and fourth arm senses are tangling. I take that one. Yardak, roll a d twenty and let me know what your number is. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, you take one of them. I'm deciding them at this point. Okay. Except that I think I Ruby's wearing the twenty-six one because oop. Gemini and Crafter uh, put theirs on. Pay attention to how you're feeling. Yeah, we'll do. I'm feeling like I'm gonna have a shitty day, Ruby. That's granted. It's already been shitty. Officer Winslow almost threw up on me earlier. I almost threw up on me earlier. Also not great. What are we doing next? I guess we're going toward the source of the unimaginable horror. So, so you're, you're <laughs> so are you making your way towards it? Yeah. Yeah. Periodically, I will have you roll fortitude checks. I'm not going to have you do that immediately. I'm just letting you know that will be coming up. So basically, as you go through the decaying and dead brush, basically you reach the entrance to some caves. Ah, oh, yeah. This doesn't seem ominous. Who wants to go in the magical wonder cave, everyone? Who doesn't want to go explore some radioactive holes? Okay, who wants to go down the creepy tunnel inside the tomb first? These tunnels kind of branch out, I think, pretty much to every part of the city. Oh, dude. Fuck the subway system. This is where Laser Cave 3.0 is going. Laser Cave. Crafters like, yeah, they uh, they go underneath, uh, mostly around the Centennial and, and Riverside, what would be Riverside University campus. Well... I'll take point. He's following me. You know, if this is the way I'm gonna go, it's the way I'm gonna go. All for one and one for four arms. <laughs> so Laserhawk is the one leading the charge? Is that, is that how we're doing it? You know what? Just in case, Ruby makes a sword and some daggers. Okay. <laughs> I'll stab the radioactivity. I just, whoever did this, maybe I gotta stab it. Yeah, that's a possibility. So, I'm going to have Ruby roll Perception and Laserhawk roll some Investigation. What about me? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Laserhawk and Yardak roll Investigation. Oh, that's a pretty good one. 18 overall. I did the math in my head. And I got 21. I also got 21. As you make your way forward, uh, Laserhawk, you do feel it getting warmer. You're able to see, kind of in the mud, some footsteps that you're able to follow. Ruby, you also notice when I imagine like you have like your your hand kind of out making some light or attempting to make some light. Or no, wait, no, wait. You have your you have your suit on, so you really can't. Just imagine she blinds herself in this hazmat suit. Just fucking like just ricocheting all around. She's the same thing applies with Laserhawk too. I'll rip these gloves off. I don't give a fuck. In 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 a pinch. Don't get radiation poisoning. Don't tell me what to do with my forearms. But uh, Ruby has her. F- Ruby took her phone out and made a flashlight. I was going to say I want to uh, do a further investigation because you said there were footprints and see if they are like child size, adult size, if they could potentially be wearing heels, anything like that. First, though, since you said you have your phone out, Rachel, two things that Ruby notices. One is that you pretty immediately lose signal, and your phone is kind of like a little glitchy. Okay. Uh, and two is you see kind of like a seared handprint trailing along the wall. Comforting. 
I was like, is the radiation making my phone glitch? Is that a thing? But also, what that? And I point the handprint. Actually, yes, radioactivity is a huge issue when it comes to electronics. You know, over in Chernobyl, what the fuck is that? As I noticed the handprint. <laughs> As for Yardak, roll another investigation check. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Actually, what was your total before? I realized I didn't even really give you an answer to yours. Me and Brandon both got 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to say then the extra thing that you pick up on is that they are adult-sized footprints. Okay. Pretty large footprints, for that matter. Oh. By pretty big, like... Uh, bigger than normal adult. Is it like, oh, a size 13 shoe is big? You compare them with your own hazmat, like the hazmat suit over your shoes, and you realize like it's kind of the size of like an adult foot inside of a hazmat suit. Okay. Okay, what do you do next? I carry on, my wayward son. There'll be no peace when you are done. I'm going to have Yardak and Laserhawk roll another investigation check. Oh, I ain't saying shit. That's a nine altogether, bud. Unnatural 20. Basically, Laserhawk, you pick up on more of the footprints. Uh, They were starting to kind of peter off, but you kind of determine that when you get to a fork in the cavern, you kind of determine they're going towards the left. Continue on that way and hope my friends are smart enough to follow. And you start inching your way forward. The cavern's getting kind of narrow. Also, everyone roll a fortitude check. I was wondering when we were going to have to do this. I wasn't going to remind him. Oh. 26. No, 22. 13 overall. Ruby, you also start to feel wo- you start to feel woozy again. Oh, no. You're going to have a negative one to your next fortitude check. No, my gusta. Well, that's fair. <laughs> As you inch your way through, you suddenly find yourself coming into a large opening. Oh. Uh. There is a little bit of a, of a pool, kind of a bit of a, not a waterfall, but like, you know, a trickle coming out of the wall. Okay. Got some fancy digs up in this hole. And some other caverns that are also kind of branching off from here. Uh, I'm going to roll and investigate to see if I can continue to follow the tracks. I'm going to ask, hey, Yardak, I'm feeling a little woozy. Can you heal me with that? I point at the pool. She would have to, I think you'd have to take off your hazmat suit for me to do that, right? Hey, maybe we should heal Ruby with potentially not radioactive water. Also a fact. Do we have potentially not radioactive water? Uh, yeah, it's called at the end of the adventure. Oh, look. I mean, I think that's an actual question that Ruby asked, so I think you have to answer in character. Oh, no, that's what I was saying. is like, if I tried to heal her, I think she wouldn't be able to be wearing the hazmat suit for me to heal her, and then she would just be more fucked up. Uh, do we have not radioactive water? I didn't bring a canteen. I mean, I have the water in my water skin, but I mean, we've been in here and around it for quite some time now. And then I turn to Gemini and the crafter. How are y- how are y'all feeling? Hanging hanging in there, Ruby. Crafter just kind of like nods, like doesn't really even respond. And I go, "Hey, buddy, can you speak out loud? You're concerning me." It's just wearing me down a little bit. That's fair. Can I roll an investigate? Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, 23. Yeah, so it is at that moment you see down one of the caverns, and you realize for just a moment an eerie green glow came from down down the cavern. Ooh. So, hey, points in the direction. 
I'm not saying that we should follow the eerie green glow, because that seems like a stupid idea. But... But I am saying that's probably what the problem is, and we kind of specialize in stupid at this point. Yeah. Okay, uh, everyone roll a perception check. Did I perceive that I should have treated my son better? My rolls are shitty. I only got a 12. I perceived nothing. I got a nat 1. 5 overall. Thank God for me. 22. Yeah, as you finish saying that, suddenly you hear a sound. Sounds like kind of rapid muttering. They're not going to take me. They're not going to take me. I'm not going back. But you're the only one, I think because you're on point, you're the only one who picks up on it. Alright guys, I'm going to try and take this. Hey bud? (sighs) Not here to hurt you. Let's talk this out. No, no, not again. No, I'm not letting. I'm gonna get my revenge. She, she is gonna pay for what she did. Can the rest of us hear this now? Or I think yeah, at this point, like yeah, because Laserhawk like yelled down. I think in the direction. Let's start here, bud. The glow gets stronger. Oh, I'm Laserhawk. What's your name, bud? It doesn't matter. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna get away with this. Humor me. I don't know if you realize my shtick. I kinda do the superhero thing. I'm not gonna lie. Kinda not feeling it tonight. Can we talk this one out? And suddenly, from around the corner, the glow gets a lot stronger. You see what looks to be a man in a hazmat suit. It is kind of like burning a little bit at some of the edges. You can see hands coming through the gloves. But essentially, for lack of a better term, the skin is... Like an oozy green, and you can see the skeleton glow beneath. Ooh. This one's new to me. Gotta be honest, bud, you look pretty cool. And then I want to off to the side be like, are, are, are you in pain? <sighs> They're all gonna be in pain. And then I want everyone to roll a fortitude check. Son of a bitch. Ah, oh, fuck. What? I'm asking about his welfare, and he wants to hurt people? What a dick. <laughs> I just rolled a mad 20. Uh, at least I rolled okay. Oh, 16. What was the thing I got to it? You have a negative one right now, Rumi. Also, I got a 28. Okay, minus one is 24. I'm seriously treating these canonically good rolls as this is not my first time inhaling funny chemicals while surrounded by people in uniform. When he screams that, basically a wave of concussive force comes through. Okay, drama queen. And it immediately knocks uh, Gemini and Crafter on their asses. Also, uh, it's going to knock you down, Yardak, and give you a negative one uh, to future checks. Damn. And then from the ground, I assume, like, I was just asking how you are, asshole. <laughs> All right, bud. Uh, you're also going to take it. You and actually you and Ruby both are going to take a negative. Uh, a 28? You're going to take a negative one. Ruby, you're also going to take a negative one. And you're dazed for the next turn. With a 28, I still got fucked up. Yes. Oh, I do not regret this next line. Alright, bud, let's try this a different way. Tell me your name so I know whose ass I'm about to kick. And he just kind of lets out like a roar. Alright, I'm about to (laughs) fuck you up. I was like, see, I would have just gone with calling him Beast. Ask, Ask if he wants to, like, dance with someone in a yellow dress. But, you know, calling him Ah, it works too. 
Sorry, now I'm thinking about my one-liners too busy thinking about the ass-kicking that is about to commence. Yar- Sorry, I forgot to say, Yardak, you also are dazed. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, you rolled You rolled a 16, didn't you? Yeah. Yardak, you are knocked prone. Ooh. You have a negative one. You are dazed for the next turn and hindered. Shit, fuck. Just to clarify, the negative one's just my next fortitude check, right? Uh, to any damage check. Oh, fuck me. Okay, and then, but I'm gonna, as I'm saying the Beauty and the Beast, like, quip, I take out my sword and be like, I thought I might need this. Alright, God, let me roll initiative. And before we roll initiative, uh, Laserhawks who distracted Ruby and Yardak make perception checks. Damn, my roll sucked butt tonight. A natural 20. 17. So I think you both kind of take notice, uh, Crafter is knocked out. Well. Well, shit. I rolled a total of, like, 12. Damn it, Skippy. Love that we brought the greatest hero of our generation along with us, and immediately he gets knocked out. Hey, hey, I never said he was the greatest hero of your generation. I said he was the smartest. <laughs> All right, everyone roll initiative. I got that drunk white boy about to get into a butterfly confidence. Okay, there we go. God damn it. My roll, My roll's not good. Being unconscious, Crafter will be taking even bigger penalties to his 42 checks. Not Matt, 20. 10. Yeah, 28. Let me at him. But I want to stab him. And Gemini. And, oh, right, I gotta get the bad guy. Duh. No, he doesn't need a turn. He needs a name. I don't know who I'm about to fucking make mincemeat out of. Oh. <sighs> well, that, that inspires comp. Do you want to take a guess on what I just rolled? Nat 1. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh. For a total of 31. Oh, shit, so he's actually going to go before me. Come on, motherfucker, I want you to come for me. So, yeah, after especially after like you challenged him, he runs forward and jams his hands into the ground, and you see the ground like between you and him just start glowing, and it just comes up at you. It's fine, I'm about to jam my foot up his ass. Does a 26 hit. Um, you got me. Okay, well, you're going to want to roll a toughness check against a, well, I'll let you roll and I'll let you know how you did. Oh, thank God. Ever I needed the nat 20. 34? You, you just clinched it. This radioactive ground slams into you and it does puncture your suit a little bit. But you are able to stay standing, and you're not really feeling any any dramatic effects right now. Can we say, for the sake of making my life that much easier, that it punctured my suit around the hand area? No, but I have a cool plan, so don't worry. But I have a cool plan. I don't trust you. You keep killing my friends. Hey, 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 I've only killed... One, right? I've only killed one. Killed him twice. I don't think I think <laughs> Is this about to be the debut of Laserhawk's laser nipples? No. Uh it's your turn, Laserhawk. Is everyone familiar with the MMA maneuver known as the Superman Punch? Is it diving forward with two fists? No, it's essentially like you kinda like run forward a bit, like kinda get in a lunging position, like with a bit of a jump and sock the fuck out of them. Okay, so I take it that's what you're going to do? Hey, up with my Pulsar Pogo. Really get that jump in. Okay, uh, roll your attack check. About to fuck you up, boy. Taser Fist is going to be a 
10. Uh, does the negative one apply to these rolls as well? No, no, just to your resistances against damage. That's going to be a 23, baby. Okay, you hit. What is the DC on that? Uh, that is a 25 for Taser Fist. Like, I imagine you're clocking him in the face, right? Oh, yeah, dude, I'm going straight for the schnozola. I can't see it, but I want to feel it break. I don't know if you break his nose, because it's already kind of, like, gone. I don't care. I want to feel that ice cream melt underneath my knuckles. You hear a snap, and he spits out some, like, green blood when you do it. He doesn't stagger very much, though, at all. You're actually going to need to roll a fortitude check. Well, that's not good. Nine. Total? Yeah. Uh, nine, and was that including the negative one? Yes. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna roll a toughness check then, also with a negative four penalty. Alright, so that's gonna bump it down to a 28. You feel like just being near this guy immediately is, like, making you a little woozy, but you're not gonna take any additional penalties. (laughs) Jokes on you, you son of a bitch, I'm an alcoholic. I'm used to feeling like this. You're not away from him yet. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to be. Um, so you ran up, you punched him. Are you doing anything else besides telling him you're an alcoholic? What is your name, motherfucker? I'm going to say before I let Yardak go, uh, basically he says, it doesn't matter! No problem, buddy. I'll just read the fucking tag on your underwear after I knock you out. It is Yardak's turn. There's water up in this bitch, right? Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to slam that shit out of this radioactive fucker. Okay. Just one big, like, one thick-ass water whip. Not even a water whip, a water... Water chain? Yeah, yeah. A water wrecking ball. That would be, that's a cool visual. Like, like a big fucking, like, circular hunk of water, and I'm just, like, fucking whipping that shit around. Yeah, sure. Ooh, okay, not bad, not bad. Finally getting a good roll. Be 24 altogether. 24? Alright, you hit. You do notice that as the water gets closer, it does sort of, like, steam a bit. Good. Get a burn damage. I don't think that you're gonna burn the guy whose skin is radioactively melting, calling a hunch. Uh, you know, I can hope. And then what is the DC on that? 25. This water splashes into him, pushing him back like a wave for a moment. Uh, until it finishes steaming, and he looks, like, slightly, uh... Wet. Wet. <laughs> Alright, so that that's your turn, then. Yeah. Any free actions? Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Ruby, it is your turn, then. Okay, so I'm dazed, right? So I can't move to him? Correct. Or, well, you can move, yeah, you can move or attack, you can't do both. Throw a dresser at him. I want to throw the sword at him. Alright. Fucking right, don't miss, but fucking right! <laughs> Alright, roll it. So, 19 overall, because the dexterity is one. You missed. <sighs> uh, I guess I'll try to use my hero point to re-roll. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going with the other roll. I rolled in that one. Oh my god! You've rolled like four nat ones tonight. I know! Get a different die. Put it in dice jail. Unfortunately, you throw the sword and it lands at his feet, which draws his attention to you. Do you do any yeah, free actions? Hey, asshole, we were just trying to help. What a thing to say after throwing a sword at somebody, though. <laughs> what, um, when's Gemini's turn? 
it's Gemini's turn now, so that's why I'm pulling up something. Alright, Gemini, I'm gonna need you to steal his ability to breathe. <laughs> that's how this works, right? I think Gemini already has the ability to breathe, and it doesn't actually take their powers away. Need you to imagine Mario doing a jump spin. Mario doing a jump spin? So imagine Gemini, uh, realizing that uh, you've drawn his attention, jumps up into the air, does a spin, and burrows into the ground. Oh, dude, she's using Dig. She's, so she's a fucking Sandshrew. Yeah, Gemini used Dig. It was super effective. Dude, Loki, Sandshrew is one of my favorite Pokemon. I'm fine with that. <laughs> she used Burrow, uh, which is move, and she's dazed, so she can only do move or attack. She burrows down into the ground, and you can't see her right now. So, okay, so this really is like Dick, and you have to wait another turn. Uh, I mean, again, she would have been able to do it if she was able to do her attack. In particular. I would need Yardak to be the focus center and to do the doot, 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 doot. Anna's. That's precisely the noise. Genuinely one of my favorite noises in the world. It gives me so much serotonin. Hell yeah, I'll rock that outfit. Look at these legs. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get Yardak as Nurse Joy, Laserhawk as Officer Jenny. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm the cop. Ruby as... First off, Laserhawk is clearly Pikachu. So she dug down and disappeared, and then it's now his turn. Just go away, go away, and slams on the ground. Buddy, we can't just go away. You're spreading radiation everywhere. He slams his, his hands on the ground. Everything begins to shake, and the cave immediately around him starts collapsing. Let him, let it, let's just bounce. Later, Rock, make a dodge check. Oh, thank God. Plus six minus one is 20. So right now, there's like a sheet of rock falling between you and him. What do you do? I'm staying on him. Okay. Wait, no, never mind, it's a bad idea. I'm staying back. Fuck, what do I do? I wanted to kick him under the sheet of rocks. No, no, no. Like, this cave-in is not going to, like, crush him. Damn it. All right, I'm going to say that you're stuck on your friend's side, then, since you're indecisive. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Now everyone roll a dodge check. Not 20! I finally had a good fucking roll! 17. Yeah, you all, you're able to dodge out of the falling rock that's coming down. It's splashing into the pool. Water's going everywhere. Gemini pops out of the ground and basically says, we gotta get out of here. And I go, we gotta get him, and I point out the crafter. Does anyone grab the crafter? I guess I will. Can I just, like, move his hands while he's unconscious and make a portal and then just bring us all through it? It doesn't doesn't work like that. Okay, I'm gonna make a gurney thing and push him on it and be like, someone grab the other end and grab one side of it. Gemini, when she pops out of the ground, grabs the gurney with you then. Okay, I'm like... Vamanos, let's go! It's better than me, I was just gonna drag him by his foot. Uh, everyone roll another dodge check. Uh-oh. 25. 30 overall. Six. Laserhawk, make a, uh, a toughness check. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. 30. A smattering of rock lands on you, and you're able to, like, hoist it up enough like it, it hurts you're not happy that a bunch of rock just fell on you it's not as bad as the time you held up a house or a building but <laughs> but it's like slowing you down a little bit must go faster must go faster <laughs> yeah basically 
the rest of you, except for Laserhawk now, have pretty much gotten your way through that cavern into that smaller little bit that you're able to inch your way through, um, and you're not too long after that able to get out of the cave. Wait, you said everyone except Laserhawk? Uh, yeah, Laserhawk, you're going to make another dodge check. Oh, great. I just roll the second that one <laughs> for a dodge. You do have a, a hero point. Yeah, I'm using the hero point. So that's going to be fucking 12. You're able to dodge out of it. Oh, thank God. And you get into in a little sliver cavern and you're able to make your way back out with the rest of them. Hey out there. So not a ton to write home about today. Hoping this new Thursday release schedule works for the majority of you. Speaking of things that work for you, we've considered ways that we can expand what we offer to our listeners. Uh, one idea I've had was perhaps YouTube premieres so that we could watch and chat with folks about the new releases in real time. Or perhaps a service like Patreon where we could offer the option to listen to us record the episodes live. If any of this sounds good to you or you have any ideas of your own, drop us a line on social media at MayhemCast or through my email, gm at masksandmayhem.com. I'd also like to highlight a new friend of the show, Variant Ventures. They are a diverse team of passionate storytellers, players, and creators who believe tabletop role-playing games are meant to be enjoyed and loved by everyone. They are actively working to break barriers in the TTRPG space by building a bridge between creators and players from all backgrounds, ages, orientations, and ethnicities. They are welcoming a new era of players to the table and encouraging creative gameplay through diversity, inclusivity, community, and equity. If you're interested, you can check them out either at variant-ventures.com or by going to our partner page, which is masksandmayhem.com support. But for now, let's get back to the game. At this point, the radiation is dying down a little bit when you get out of the cave. Not gonna be able to get back in there. I'll be honest, folks, I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I don't know. I was like, we gotta do something about him. And I point out the crafter. Gemini says, Yardak, are you sure you can't heal him? Yeah, we're out of the radioactive cave now. Maybe we can give it a go. Uh, well, I can try with this water, but like, if it's irradiated, something bad could happen. But we, I can try. Okay, roll a healing check. The DM control character suggested it. Raguchi, my dude. Uh, listen, first off, Gemini doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Gemini eats pixie sticks. I wouldn't take her, her scientific advice necessarily. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also got a, a 27 overall, so. Crafter is waking up now. Good morning, sunshine. We're in a bit of a pickle. Jesus Christ. What's, what's going on? Well, there was a radioactive man, and then he fought us, and now the cave that he's in got caved in. Ah, ah, the cave got caved in. I see what they call it that now. Sorry, I just got battered by, like, 12 rocks. I'm a little loopy. Yeah, we had to run, and we had to get you out of there, too. Thank you. Um, can you get us out of here? Make a- Fuck that, get me back in there. You're not going back in there. I don't know enough about there to send you in, and I don't know if it's a good idea to go in right away. We should get some more intel, I guess. It's- Where did you want to go, Yardak? Just uh, away from this place. At least out of the cave. We're out of the cave, aren't we? Like, the cave area. Like, you know what? Not even towards where, like, the scorch marks were. Like, just fuck it. Back to Jack's, even. If we're looking for a place to collect intel. Oh, yeah, Laser Hut. I got a place for that. We should probably tell our friends that we left outside. Fuck them. They're doing a favor for us. We just got our asses whooped. 
And also, maybe we should go to the hospital and see if we have radiation poisoning. You know, fair. This sounds like a whole lot of not kicking this guy's ass. The cave kicked his ass. <laughs> Did it really? Do we know that? I don't know. Have we seen a corpse? You want to be another corpse? <laughs> uh, so what are you doing? Uh, I guess I will call Agent Rickard. Or Alan, or whatever the fuck I call him. Your boyf. Boyf? My boyfriend. Ruby, you alright? Um, we're alive. Well, that ain't promising. What's going on? Uh, there was a radioactive man in there, and, uh, the cave was- the cave was caving in. We all ran out of there. But we don't really know what's going on, and also- uh, we started getting loopy in there, so I don't think the hazmat suits worked that well. What's the next plan? What do you want to do? I think we want to gather intel slash maybe go to a hospital to make sure, like, my van isn't, like, completely radioactive. Okay, well, Riverside PD showed up, and a couple of the guys who were left from Union, you know, the grunts, showed up, and they they get, they took over for crowd control, so me and Hornet are freed up now. Okay, or what's Bethany doing? Her best. <laughs> Bethany's just been filming the whole thing. Um, and then, oh, then I looked down and be like, "Oh shit, we have footage of that." As long as the camera held up. Yeah. So yeah, what uh, what are y'all doing then? Okay, I I just turn to everyone and go. Are we going to the laser hut or the hospital first? I want to kill this motherfucker. Laser hut or hospital? Those are the two options. I'd say hospital. Okay. Just for testing, and then back over to the laser hut. Everyone in the van, I guess. And as you're getting further away from the cave, Crafter is starting to- he's able to, like, walk a little steadier, and- or Gemini and him are kind of, like, uh, hoisting each other up. I make a walking stick for both of them. <laughs> a good trail stick? Yeah. You make your way back over to the van where Bethany and Rickard and Pam, aka Hornet 2, are waiting for you. And I go, I think we should go to the hospital. Some of us got- Pretty beaten up by the radiation in there. Okay. Uh, let's. Are we all taking the van? Sure. Yeah. Getting in. I mean, the, we got radiation poisoning, or if one of us does, we all do. Oh, that's true. You three were not in the cave. Do you want to get in the van with us? Pam goes, I'm in. Bethany and Ricker kind of agree. We're going to take the motorcycle back, okay? And then I go, I was like, I assume you are not strong enough to be making a portal right now, so we're just having to drive the old fashioned way. The crafter looks at you, yeah, I need to recover my strength. We all get in. I put a, a relaxing playlist on. We've all had a day. Fair enough. I imagine everyone just kind of like staring out the window. Laserhawk is like a thousand yard stare. Uh, I think while you're on the way, Crafter is kind of consulting with Cassie a little bit. Last time I got my ass kicked like that, I was fighting Atlas the Alpha and he punched me into junk. Alpha, huh? What an asshole. Yeah, well, he used to be shittier. I think he's still got this huge grudge against me. I told him I wouldn't fight him if he wouldn't get his shit together, so... Gemini said, I don't know how useful burrowing's gonna be the next time. Would Ruby have already known that he has a holographic assistant? Uh, no, I don't think most people would know about that. So, has the gem and the hologram thing that always been around? And in the rearview mirror, you see Cassie give you, like, a really look... Look, lady. Brock turns away from his thousand eyes scare stare to give Ruby that same look. <laughs> and I go, just be glad I'm not making a bunch of space cadet references. Meanwhile, I shoot Kit a text. 
What is the likelihood of getting two more arms from radiation? Because I like to imagine that I gotta send him something lighthearted every now and again to keep him working with me. So the hologram of Cassie, when you say this, kind of like politely sits down like cross-legged on the crafter's shoulder. I don't know. You know, time being weird for him. Boss, would you say 30 years? And he just goes, that sounds close enough. That's cool. Kit responds to you and says, unlike you, what the fuck are you doing? I'll fill you in later when I don't feel like I'm gonna die. All I'm gonna say is you should turn on the news, bud. Okay, uh, what are y'all doing? I say you're about, you're almost to the hospital at this point. I'm sitting here thinking about kicking a man's ass. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> just, just driving. Okay, when you arrive at the hospital, there's a bunch of, like, tents set up outside. Uh, those cop cars from earlier, they're being, like, washed down. Okay, everybody out. Yes, Mom. Pam, kind of, like, walking around, kind of, like, observing everything. Gemini kind of slaps herself twice, like, and, like, shakes her head a bit. Okay, I bring my van over to where they're washing the cars, and I go, can I get one of those for this? They're washing your van. Uh, they're offering to, like, decontaminate y'all. Are you gonna, I guess you're gonna have to keep the mask on. Yep. Yes, please. So anyway, yeah, they hose y'all down, and you know, you're feeling a little more refreshed and relaxed. You do find out that a couple of the people that were throwing up are in critical. Oh. And I kind of look at Yardak, I was like, would you be any help to those people? I can give it a shot, but who knows? I'm, like, I, I don't know if I can care radiation poisoning, but I'll try my best. It's at that time that uh, Betsy Bullard approaches you. She's arrived on the scene. Hey, Betsy, welcome to the shitstorm. If it ain't one thing, it's another in this city. Tell me about it. What's the 411? Radioactive man in a cave. We weren't really able to figure out much more beyond that. Roll perception. Oh, damn. Now I'm perceiving things. He definitely wanted... Oh, I forgot to roll. Uh, he definitely wanted... I rolled in that one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> 26. 23. Two of you pick up on the super spy for one of the few moments you've ever seen genuinely falters a little bit uh, when you tell her what's going on. Oh. Yeah, this one's new to me too, Betsy. Right. And he seemed to want revenge on somebody. Yeah, he kept saying, I won't go back. Oh, yeah, that was an important detail. Any clue what the fuck that was about? I'll have to look into it. Jesus Christ. That's Betsy, for she knows who it is. <laughs> so what are you doing now? Well, one, I want to try to heal people if I can. Um, also, then I should just pretty much become a doctor, but then go to the laser hut. At first, the doctors don't realize who you are, and they're like, sir, you, you can't be back here. Hey, me, Yardak. Um, I have some healing capabilities I want to try out on these guys. If okay, I was going to say, yeah, just because you're famous doesn't necessarily mean that people know you can heal people. Oh, um, right this way, and they take you back. Uh, roll me three healing checks. Uh, no. You kill the first one. So, 23. Okay. Oh, shit. 23. 17. Um, you're able to stabilize all of them. One of them was Officer Winslow. Yeah, my boy. You try to kill Officer Winslow. This is why we don't trust you, Archie. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't try to kill Officer Winslow. I just Yardic made a fail, failed to save him. All I know is that I still don't know Oz's name, and that upsets me. So, you're all going to go back to the laser hut? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so. Hey, Betsy, you want to come give us a hand? Uh, I'll meet you there. Yeah, no one ever wants to come to my house. There are cute dogs. And she leans in because she doesn't want to say your name loud. 
Ruby, this is not the time. Okay. Okay, snappy. To be fair, people are, like, dying and shit. I'm kind of with Betsy on this one. But dogs. To be fair, I thought Betsy would be helpful at the laser hut. I mean, I agree, but I don't know if dogs are the way to, like, go about this when me, Dan, and Crafter probably have a permanently lower sperm count now. But I'm also kind of a fish, so who knows? Uh, so yeah, you're able to head over to the laser hut if that's what you're doing. Yeah. Rickard calls you, Ruby. Hey, where y'all at? And I go, we went to the hospital, but we're heading to the laser hut to try and give you some research on what the fuck that was. You hear you hear the engine rev and says, all right, Bethany, hold on. You sure you don't have any radiation, you two? Oh, I, I guess that's a good point. Do you, do you think we should just stay here? Well, you might want to, they're cleaning things off. And then, oh, I assume, am I in the van now that they finished cleaning the van? Yeah, yeah, I assumed you were like halfway to the laser hut now. Okay. I say it might be a good idea for you guys to get whatever the hell cleaning that is. All right, well, we'll, we'll meet you there in a little while then. Okay. I just want to make sure y'all are safe. You, you both mean a lot to me. We'll, we'll be there soon. Don't you worry. As Ruby hangs up the phone, I turn to her. So I can't help but notice that he didn't ask for an address. Why are you going telling people where I live? <laughs> you think Union doesn't know where the laser hut is? No, he. Man, fuck yeah, good point. God damn it! You know what? I know I, I, I'm retconning something. I was like, he can't. He's like, he's been there to hang out with the dogs. Okay, so you get to the laser hut. What are you doing? Second, I get in. I'm going through any um super powered prison database I can get my hands on to try and figure out what prison rates have happened lately. Because clearly, he escaped from somewhere. I want to um, take the footage from the GoPro, which I still have, and see if I can upload it somewhere to see how much footage we actually have of it. Okay, yeah, there's a bunch of computers within the laser hut. You're able to plug that in. Most of it is okay. There's definitely some parts where it, like, statics and cuts out, but you catch a good bit of the fight. Just for the sake of flavor text purposes, I can imagine that when he does his attacks is when it gets, like, the most fuckity. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, I'll even start looking into, like, major scientific companies that I think are shifty. Looking at you, Okada Tech. Looking at you, Red Crystal, you motherfuckers. Hey, hey, don't forget about Kent Labs. Eh, I already did, but yeah, let's check those assholes, too. Especially checking Amazon. I don't trust Jeff Bezos. Good call. Uh, roll a technology check. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, that's a net 20. Plus 27 altogether. You do a lot of research, and you nothing turns up. Nothing that matches with what you saw today. Hey, crafty buddy. I'm not finding shit. All right, I've got a theory. Can, uh, can Cass have access to your systems? Yeah, I trust you. I lean in. The password is Wumbo42. And I think uh, Cass kind of giggles a little bit and says, all right, fine, whatever. I figured you'd want to know. She's like reaching out and she like cracks her knuckles and you just hear like a kind of sound. Just slides into my floppy drive. Why the fuck do you have a floppy drive on the computer these days? You never know what time, what kind of files you're going to get. 
Yeah, I was about to say, with how many different computers I've gotten here, you bet your sweet ass that I'm getting at least one floppy drive. I don't know when we're going to fight an 80s villain. Do you see what floppy... That's true. But I'm going to put up the crafter, and because I don't think the crafter ever really saw that dude. And I'm going to be like, that's what happened. And I point to the footage that I'm rendering. Um, you rolled a pretty good technology check, so I'm not going to make you roll again. I'm just going to have you that count for what crafter's doing here. Cass, can you cross-reference that uh, image with any, anything in the uh, the other files? It's on it, boss. Also, I, the chick 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 sound I want you to imagine is like the sound that a train station board makes. Very specific, but very accurate. I can hear it right now. And she goes, I've only got one image that matches with this. And she pulls it up on the screen, and it looks like the same guy in a less decayed state, um, but still in the hazmat suit, still kind of glowing from the skeleton side. And what is this image from? She kind of looks at Crafter. He kind of nods at her, like, go ahead. Uh, Union Echo Base. When? Uh, approximately four years ago. This is not going to go well for that trial. What is his name? All right, give me a second. Pushy, pushy. His name is Cyril Emmett. Code name Decay. Was he working for a union? Or was he working against them? I don't know. The files I found were degraded. They were trying to write over them. Union was trying to write over them? That's all I got for you. I don't all I could tell is that there was an attempt to delete these files. Oh. Great. Well, really hoping Betsy gets here soon. Got a couple of questions. More than a couple. And I think by the time you finish this up, that's when um, Bethany and Rickard arrive. Hey, Rickard, do you know anything about a guy named Decay? What? Decay. Name ring a bell? Maybe Cyril? Cyril Emmett? Well, yeah, I knew Cyril. I don't- wait, what's Decay? Apparently what he's calling himself now. Pretty sure he's the guy we just fought. What? We found files. Did did you know him, honey? Yeah, he was a new recruit around the same time I was. What happened to him? I thought he just transferred. Yeah, we're gonna need your boss to get here. Wait, why? What? What's going on? Well, he just kicked my ass. And if he worked for Union, I'm assuming Betsy's gonna know a thing or two about why that is. Calling a hunch. And speaking of union, somebody is trying to delete all record of him existing. That's a hefty uh, claim. I'm not saying it's union. It could be him, somebody he works with, but it could be union. We're not ruling anything out. I mean, we know Sloan was involved with something, so it could be maybe somebody else is still inside union. Can't be some residue from Sloan. We don't know that. Uh, okay. Well, wait, don't. I mean, I know you want to talk to Betsy, but don't we got to find this guy? You said he kicked your ass. That means he's heavy duty. Well, yeah, but we don't know anything about him other than the fact that he's radioactive and melting. Although this time we should get actual hazmat suits. Oh. Hey, crafter. Wh what? You said those caves lead under the university, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, uh, I, was saying, I haven't mapped, I don't think they're all mapped out, but... Uh, 
Fuck, we do need to go back after him. I don't trust that. What do you mean? What? Well, he can get underneath the university. He's pissed off. I'm just saying, I don't trust the motherfucker right now. He can basically get underneath half the town. He's looking to get even on people. I had foolishly thought that maybe he had trapped himself in there. I'm starting to realize that's not the case. God damn it, I should have stayed in high wind. <laughs> he kept saying he didn't, he wouldn't go back. Where? When was the last time you saw him? To record. Yeah, I, I only, you know, we only, we, we got recruited around the same time. We saw each other just for a little bit. I don't, I don't really, uh, I'm trying to think. Would have been, well, yeah, just a, Probably about a couple months after I first met him. Did he seem like he had anger issues then? Because he certainly has anger issues now. Nah, no more than anyone else I've ever met. I work in a pretty angry line of work, so... I was about to say, you know me, that's not saying much. Both both statements are fair. (laughs) I'll have just a chip on my shoulder. I've got a whole potato farm. We don't need that district attorney knowing... That there's a radioactive ex-unioneer running around. So, what are you going to do? You said you wanted to try to find him. What do you want to do to try to track him? Uh, wander around the caves until I feel like I'm about to throw up. Is there a way to track radiation? Yeah. You have meters. <laughs> Shit. Shit, do I have a Geiger gun? Well, yeah, I was going to say, Cassie was able to uh, use a satellite to track it earlier. And I turned to Cassie. I was like, is there a way you could use satellite to track where the radiation is now? All right. I'm going to make you one of y'all will have to do the technology check to do it. But yeah. Sure as fuck not me. 25. Another bit of. And Cassie says, well, and she pulls up on the view screen map of the city. And you see a couple pinpointed spots kind of getting closer and closer to the city. Based on topographical maps, I think these are different cave entrances, so he might have popped out for a moment, but he is getting closer to town. Great. Looks like the last one is just about at Riverside University. Neat. Should we give Betsy a call? We might be having to move on faster than we thought. Or also, can we get actual hazmat suits from someone this time? Yeah, I feel like Union would have some. Okay, so what are we doing? Calling Betsy. Who's calling Betsy? Uh, I guess me. We have probably the better of the relationships out of everybody here. So we can ask Rickard to call Betsy, seeing as how he's like an actual full-fledged union agent. He probably has a bit more sway. Alright, if you want him to, you gotta ask him to. Hey Rickard, can you give Betsy a call? If we let this guy go any further, we're gonna be dealing with some irradiated college students. I'll give her a call. Are we heading that way? Yeah, uh, I just tell her we'll meet her there. Where, literally, and then I asked, I was like, where can we get hazmat suits? I'll ask her about that too. I guess back in the van, everyone. <laughs> and he's talking with her. Yeah, he's getting close to university. Uh-huh. What about, do we have any o- options for hazmat? Oh, okay. Um, Did he tell her who it is? Also, it looks like it might be Agent Emmett, Cyril Emmett. I don't know if he's still with Union, but they're saying that it might be him. Right. Okay, uh, we'll we'll meet you down there. God, I wish I made him put the phone on speaker. I really want to know what she had to say. Yeah, she's going to meet us down there. Uh, We don't really have hazmat suits, but she's going to get you some inoculations uh, to try to help stave off any of the radiation sickness and and effects. Okay, I mean, that works. And then I can razzle-dazzle him. 
Yeah, so you're driving over to university now? I'm done with this son of a bitch. He's gonna go from DK to defeated, motherfucker. Putting a lot of miles on the van today. <laughs> You've literally driven around the entire city at this point now. Um, I, do I have to get gas? <laughs> no. I was like, if we're gonna just keep driving the van around this much, y'all are gonna have to start pitching it gas. I just assumed that this thing was fueled off as stress. No, that's me. Pam is uh, still with you. Gonna, as we leave, throw a quick scoop of food down for a bodega and cafe. <laughs> okay. Um, alright, yeah, you're able to get over to the university, no problem. Right now, it looks like just kind of college students walking around campus. Or actually, wait, what, what time of year is it? It's like May or June, so it's like probably college is out. Nearing the end of the semester. Yeah, summer classes are probably going. Maybe I just forget how college works anymore. Okay, so so, so not as heavy of a population of students. Yeah, there's still people around. People take notice of the fact that, you know, this whole superhero team just rolled up. <laughs> Poking my head out. Free beer three blocks that way. Go now. Roll a persuasion check. God, if this works, I'll shit cotton. Oh my god, hang on. 18? And, and a guy looks up and goes, Whoa, free beer? No way. Come on, Derek, let's, go, let's get out of here. And Derek, who is super cool and popular playing Ultimate Frisbee, leads the crowd away. Well, not everyone. Wait, what was what was the name of my boss at work? Derek. Is it Derek? It's Derek. Does he go here? Why is he here? He goes where the Frisbee goes, bro. Wait, who the fuck is that? That's my boss at my day job. I hope my kid doesn't grow up to be as stupid as your boss. Yeah, he's nice. To be fair, Brandon said that they didn't want Carl to grow up stupid, not nice. Look, he's a genuinely nice person who works in the film industry. Let the sweet summer child be. The majority of the people filter out. There are still some stragglers, of course, who don't want to take advantage of free beer. Uh, I guess I'm going to wander around until I feel like I'm going to throw up. Okay, everyone roll a perception check. Oh my god. Ooh. Fucking eight overall. 18 overall? 26. Yardak is the one who notices this. In the distance, uh, you see the beginnings of trees and brush starting to wilt and decay. Alright, motherfuckers. Game face time. Ruby? Slingshot me. Over the van? Unless you have a really big slingshot, yes, with the van. Okay, fuck it. Do I have to roll a vehicle check for that? Yeah, you're going to need to roll a vehicle check for that. Oh, thank God. I didn't roll terribly. 22. Describe to me what this looks like. I mean, I assume that Ruby is following the decay like a bat out of hell, and I am like owl crouched in the window just waiting for the brakes to slam and me to fling forward so I could punch this motherfucker in his jaw. Okay, you can roll, but you're going to take a negative five penalty because you can't see what, what you're going for. Oh, that's visibly fun. Well, I'm going to assume that we have eyes on the target before we launch me, preferably. That'd be nice. But that's not what you just told me. You said you wanted to be slingshotted now. Even though I repeatedly told you you can't see him yet. Yeah, joke's on you, I just rolled a minute 20. That's gonna be a 30 altogether, baby. Oh wait, no, with the negative 5, that's gonna be a 25, actually, I apologize. So basically, you hit him right as you're coming through the 
through the line, um, but this is kind of a... I just imagine he's like, ha ha, I'm so evil. What's that? Round two, motherfucker! What's the DC on Taserfist? 25. I am screaming round two, motherfucker, as I swing. And then we've been inoculated, right? Betsy and them arrived, inoculated you when, when you saw this decay happening. Okay. So yeah, basically, you rev off, you launch, you're gonna need to roll three checks. One is a fortitude check, one is a toughness check, and then another toughness check. Alright, fortitude, 26, toughness 1, 30, toughness 2, 28. Oh, I'd assume, like, it's been on long enough that, like, Ruby's not still, like, dazed, right? Yeah, 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 you're all healed up now, too, because I'm gonna imagine the Yardak was doing a bunch of healsies. Okay, yeah, you're okay. Alright, he is also okay. Damn it! His, his head is turned away from you as you punch him, and he slowly turns to face you. It's okay. I didn't need you to tell me, Cyril. I'm about to kick your ass! Okay, I think everyone's gonna roll initiative. Okay. 28. 29. 12. Am, I'm still in the van, right? Mm-hmm. Is everyone else still in the van? I don't. I don't really know how that worked. Oh no! Well, you're all you were all kind of walking around the grounds. I thought searching. We also got inoculated. Okay, so I think I'm the only one in the van. So. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Last ones. Okay, Laserhawk, your turn. Second burst, same as the first. I'm a sure you can this motherfucker. What is that? What move is that for you? Ah, uh, that's gonna be a taser fist. All right, roll it. 28? That's a that's a 25 DC? Yes, sir. Once again, like, you punch into him, and he just does not seem to be particularly phased by it. You're also going to need to roll two more, uh, forti- one fortitude, one toughness check. Fortitude is a 19. Uh, toughness is going to be 31. All right, so if you got a 19, you're going to need to take a negative 4 on your on your on your toughness check. Damn. Uh, 27. Okay. Um you are okay, but that negative 4 will be persistent. I'm going to fucking kill this guy. You're doing anything else, Laserhawk? I guess I'm jumping the fuck back so I can start nailing them with solar shotgun. <laughs> All right, uh Yardak, it is your turn then. I pull out a gun. Oh, he's a lot of gun? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so, seeing as how my water kind of gets a little sizzly when it gets near him, I just want to huck the fuck out of my spear at him. Okay, uh, roll to attack. 11, and spear is 10, 21. Okay, what's the DC on that? 21. 13 plus 8, uh, 21, that's 26 total. Okay, so this thing embeds into him, I'm gonna say, like, pretty much, like, straight in, in the chest. Hell yeah. And he falters for just a moment, and just, like, straightens up, and the spear is just sticking straight out of his chest. That's what I'm talking about. Rock's just sitting there like, shit, he looks cool, too. And he takes notice, and he goes, bored. It is the crafter's turn. He reaches out with his gauntlets, and he's struggling a little bit. Oh, but he's successful. He makes a portal under a tree, and that tree falls through the portal onto him. Oh, that's the coolest shit that's happened on this show. 
Get your shit wrecked, bud. That's great. Some straight up Looney Tunes shit. I love it. Wow. Excuse me. How is he Looney Tunes? But I literally dropped an anvil on somebody. The tree basically begins to char as it touches him and basically splits down him. Okay, even cooler, but m- makes me mad. And he just kind of like shrugs, shrugs through like you know s- wood splintering as he gets out of the uh, the center of the tree. Basically, I'm gonna fucking eat him. We're past the point of murder. I'm going to eat him. Don't eat radioactive food. I want my extra arms, Ruby. Everyone, get ready for some shit. Uh, I'm gonna need to know what everyone's dodge plus ten is. I want to point out I'm in a fucking van. Twenty. Sixteen. I was say actually, we'll add one to you. We'll add one to your dodge. Or I guess in your case, dodge plus eleven. Yeah, yeah. So mine. Oh, it's twenty-two because it's eleven plus eleven. I'm assuming I'm dodging like with the van, right? Yeah. Ruby, you're fine, but Laserhawk and Yardak, uh, you need to make uh, toughest checks. Is this what I have the negative four to? Uh, yes. Ooh, not 20. 29 altogether. 24. Yeah, you both get hit. It's like basically, so he just like sticks his hands into the ground again. uh, And basically like these radioactive tendrils come through the ground and hit you, hit Yardak, hit Laserhawk, hit Crafter, hit Gemini. And y'all are both going to take a negative one. God damn, I had a 29. Oh yeah, sorry, I did the math wrong. So you are the only one who makes it out of that unscathed. The The other three. Oh, God bless. I was about to say, I was like, how the fuck else could I have rolled better? I got a 20. Sorry, the other three, though, all take a negative one. And Gemini also gets, like, pretty bloodied. This guy's strong. I don't like it. I've got my next turn deciding. I have an idea. Uh, Well, it is actually your turn, so. I kind of just want to hit him with the van. I have waited so long for this day to come. Rumi's just like, fuck it, vehicular manslaughter is the answer. <laughs> What's your vehicle ranks? Seven. Uh, yeah, you know what, I'll let you roll that as your, uh, as your attempt here. Okay. 26 overall. 26, okay, uh, you hit, um, does it say on your sheet how tough your van is? Under ability it has five, and under ranks it has two. So for your van, gonna need to do a toughness check. Oh, wow. Van stumble. You don't have a van anymore. You have a convertible. It's a combination of things. You crash into him, send him flying, but the radiation and touching it kills the engine. So, like, you hit him, he goes flying, and you slowly, like, slow down to a, to a nothing. Okay, can I use my movement to get out of the van then? <laughs> sure, yeah. So I'm at least out of the van now. You're like, we need you to heal the van. <laughs> You know what, I'm gonna get out, and then I just look at the van and be like, maybe you should give Frank a call. And so, when he lands, he just cries out, They did this to me! Why are you helping them? Who? I don't know who you're talking about, and I'm just trying to stop you from irradiating my friends! You literally have not told us anything! And he points and says, She did this to me! That would have been great information about two hours ago, dickhead. How did she do this to you? All right, I think we've hit the number of free actions we can take before Gemini makes a move. Uh, so Gemini puts two her arms up and makes two spikes coming out of her forearms and chucks them. Badass. Um, and she hits. 
He is okay, though. Dude, I gotta learn how to throw swords. I'm the only here one here not throwing blames. Can I learn how to throw chainsaws? No. I mean, I guess you could. I don't know how often it would come up. This is my boomerang saw. I don't like it. Horrifying. And then it is Hornet's turn. Uh, Hornet does a running leap. Misses. Oh, God. <laughs> not dead, but like, you know. But like, you know. Do not kill another hornet, I swear to fucking God. When she goes to punch, he dodges out of the way and and swipes her, like pretty much moves out of the way and hits her in the back and just sends like a searing along her back, knocking her to the ground and locking up the suit. Well, that was fun while it lasted. It is Laserhawk's turn again. Fuck this shit. Mechasonic missile. Okay. Oh, if there was ever a time for an at 20, I love you, big green. Uh, you don't even have to tell me the math. That definitely hits. <laughs> what is the DC on that? 25. 25. Ooh, okay. I, uh, I did not roll well. It was, in fact, quite bad. I was about to say, come on, man. This is the fucking big gun. If I shit the bed here, we're dead. Don't forget, you're going to need to roll a toughness check. And you also, I think from your, if I remember correctly, you also get like an additional negative three. So this is going to hurt you some. You're right, this is going to hurt me some. It's going to be a 12 altogether. Please tell me it at least hurt him more than me. Well, you tell me what this looks like, and I'll tell you then what happens on your, on the results. I literally sigh, say fuck this, jump in the air and fire that some bitch off. Yeah, so... The Megasonic Missile, like, shakes your body as the energy just pours out from you into this giant, well, laser hawk, slamming into Decay, hitting him against the wall again that he had just gotten re-staggered from, smashing him into the wall, like, embedding him in it along with Yardak's spear, like, further into him. Yeah. I was hoping for that. And he just reaches out and goes, <sighs> and just goes limp. Oh, I thought he was gonna say something. You are knocked the fuck out. Fun looks up. Oh, I hope I didn't kill him. I don't want it to be too. Fun. Um, and I think that is the end of initiative. I would hope so. What are y'all doing? I dream of sugar plums dancing in my head. The fuck you think I'm doing? What about the others? Hey, Yardak. Go. I'm gonna go over and try to do any kind of healing I can to Mr. Laserhawk here, and then throw him in the back of the van and. The van isn't going anywhere, buddy! Er, shit, fuck. I forgot about yeah, the van. Yeah, the van isn't going anywhere. Don't forget that uh, Pam is also immobilized next to this guy. I'm gonna run over to Pam and see if I can, like, at least help pull her away from the radi- radioactive dude. Roll a strength check and a fortitude check. I'm, not, I'm still inoculated, right? Yeah, but the inoculation helps against radiation. It doesn't stop it. So my strength was a nat 20. Um, so 19. Uh, you are fine, like, you definitely feel the wooziness, so you gotta get out of there, but you pick up Pam, and you're able to count it together, you're kind of, like, kind of hobble away to a safe distance. Yardak, you're going over to try to heal Laserhawk? I'm going to run over to Laserhawk to try to heal him, and as I'm running, I want to shout to Betsy, we need medical in here. Okay, uh, roll a healing check. 28. So, Laserhawk was real fucked up. He is awake, and that's about it, like... Not really very mobile, like... Not dead. Can I Can I speak? You can speak. Yardak, I need you to answer honestly. Am I about to face a murder charge? 
Not sure yet there, big guy. Oh, I can't go through that again. Again? <laughs> oh, Laserhawk has canonically killed a man. Not in Riverside. Oh, no, 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 it was someone in Highwind. The machinist deserved it, but I didn't mean to. Basically, a bunch of Union guys show up, they're in hazmat suits, and they start basically, basically, how do I put this, like a lead, they they move over a lead-lined box towards it. Yeah, I hope. Why did we not build a lead-lined box around him? Ruby makes boxes all the time! To be fair, a, a lot of normal people can break through my boxes, I thought about it, but since normal strength people can break through my box, and he was fucking hurting Laserhawk, I figured he would just smash it. I love that I'm the definition of toughness in this group. That feels nice. So they move in the lead line box, they start loading this guy onto it, they retrieve your spear out of him, Yardak, and give it back to you. It is a bit seared on the edges. Ooh. Do I have to call a tow truck? You're gonna have to call somebody, because you're not moving that van yourself. I call Frank, I guess? Yeah, you can call Frank. Betsy does walk up, she leans in and whispers in your ear, Laserhawk, he's gonna live. I have questions for you, Bullard, but I'm just gonna, like, play here for a minute. <laughs> and she pats your shoulder and says, thank you for today. And I go, I have questions now. And she looks around as, as camera crews and stuff are starting to arrive and says, I would like to do this, not here. That's acceptable. I don't have a way to leave, and I point at the van. And she goes, come with me. And basically the, uh, the box is being loaded onto a tractor trailer. And there's like a command module attached to it that you can also get in with Betsy. I, I ask, would you need me to help with this? Or do I need to just like call a tow truck? Uh, I'll let Frank know. Thank you. We'll, we'll make some arrangements. You're in the command module. They're able to load, like Gemini and, and Crafter are loaded up there with you. So is Hornet. I'm being held up right by Yardak. I think they laid your gurney on a table so you could just like lay down while you're, uh, while they're transporting. I make a pillow and I hand it to Lizardhawk. Thank you. So, hey, Betsy, this private enough? This'll do. Explain. Please. This was my... failure of a project. Project? It was after Yardak emailed me and all of Union the slam pack formulas, or the prototypes for the slam pack formulas. Oh, Betsy, you're fucking kidding me. We knew that we would need to create countermeasures. Betsy, you're the head of Union. You should know that nothing good comes of trying to make us. And that's why, after what happened with Mr. Emmett, we stopped all, all proceedings because we knew it was too dangerous. Fuck, Bullard. I'm still trying to figure out the timeline. Basically, yeah, pretty much, uh, it was the same time you caught Emily Han. They got the formula, and pretty much immediately- Okay, because you said the picture was taken four years ago. Uh, but yeah, basically, right after getting that formula, they tried to reverse engineer their own equivalent, and that's what she just told you. Betsy, I'm not mad, but Jesus fucking Christ, I'm disappointed. How the fuck did it get so radioactive? The slam pack people were never radioactive! The slam packs themselves, those were a specific version, but the formula that Yardak sent me could theoretically be positioned into any power. We tried to see what we could do and what we could control, and it was our first and only test in this regard. Hell, you fucked up! We tried to keep him comfortable. We thought he understood that, you know, in his condition, he would not be able to be in public. So you couldn't have bought him, like... His own private island or something? Aren't you guys owned by a fucktillionaire? A fucktillionaire. 
I never told Markovic. Okay, yeah, I get that. Bad move, but I get it. And I thought that we would be able to keep it under wraps. I thought that, you know, we could, with everything going on in Echo Base, we've been trying to find an opportunity to move him from where he was. It wasn't until you told me that I realized that he had gotten out. Where the fuck was he? Sub-level 5. Best add a few more sub-level shit. Did we even know there was a sub-level 5? It was never mentioned. And I go, how many- wait, there's a sub-level 5? How many people were down there? Just him. Yeah, no wonder he went crazy. Literally just him. We also had a rotation of guards, but obviously we couldn't keep too many people down there for too long. I don't know, give him a hologram then. Like- Crafters like, leave me the fuck out of this. I was like, and, no offense, I just, you wouldn't be harmed by that, right? And and, Cass, and Cassie kind of pops up and just kind of goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what he did to your camera, you know? And actually, I think this is when the crafter pops up and I says, I think the last thing that I would want right now is for you to try to reverse engineer some of my tech. True. I just kind of glare at Betsy. I'd be glaring too if it didn't hurt to move my neck. You all made a huge sacrifice today, and and I'm really sorry that I put you in this position. I swear to God, if I get cancer, you guys are paying for the treatment. Second that. We're gonna make sure that you're monitored for a little while, and in fact, I would request that you stay out of the field for a little bit. I just got Chernobyl, that's fine. Can I get a rental car? And I think that's when uh when Pam pops up and says, so, am I going to be okay? No, it turns out you're half alien now. It's surprising how often this happens. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a retro car? I have to get to work. Chapter 47. Justice and Security. Part 3. Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and mutated by a government experiment overseen by myself, R.C. Byler. You can follow the show for free forever on all major podcast platforms. If you like what we do, please tell a friend. It's the best way to help us reach more people. It's the best way to help us reach more people. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by A.J. Solomon. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Derek doesn't know what she was up to. Derek doesn't know how close he was. Der- Derek doesn't know that he knows visual aid. Derek's gonna be really disappointed that there wasn't free beer. <laughs> Laserhawk gets smeared in the press. Uh, in well, sorry, by the press, I mean the campus paper. Yeah, yeah, the campus paper smears Laserhawk. The campus newspaper can suck my dick. Someone eventually gets your number and calls you for a quote. 
Uh, does the campus univ- the campus paper also talk about the fucking radiation that all of a sudden is fucked up on campus? I'm not saying that Laserhawk was the top story, but I am saying that he was on the front page. Oh yeah, not me fucking saving everyone's ass. He wasn't above. No, no, he wasn't above. He wasn't. Uh, sorry, sorry. That part of it is not above the fold. The above the fold thing is obviously you know the the heroing that went on. But when you flip over the paper at the bottom, there's definitely an article that talks about you know your lies. Day saved. Guy who saved it's a piece of shit. I like this villain. He was tough. Yeah, actually, kicked our asses on a lot of fronts. Yeah, I uh, I took it easy on you in some cases too. Oh fuck. Oh my god, when he's power level fourteen. Oh well, okay. And to give you an idea, basically, like a, a ten should be able to fight a ten, an eleven, et cetera, et cetera. So fourteen is like definitely a big heavy hitter, even for a couple heroes. How long is it going to take to get my van back? <laughs> And we'll have to see how long we have a rental car and how much time exists between now and the next game. Gonna have to hit up Vroom. Rumi's gonna have to make the visual unicycle. Uh, but do we, do we enjoy? Do we have fun? I, um, I'm glad that, uh, the crafter actually got to fight a little in that second one, because I wanted to see his powers didn't work. That's the other thing, is when I realized, like, how many side characters, I was like, I can't have these guys just, like, showing you all up the whole time. Oh, no, dude, are you kidding me? I got my shit rocked. I wish they would have shown me up. The tree thing was cool, though. Oh, yeah, that was... He will not take my most Looney Tunes prize. I literally dropped a fucking anvil on somebody. I didn't say he was more Looney Tunes than you. I just said that was some Looney Tunes shit. What a weird thing to be like, hey, now. (laughs) I have so little in life. You've got, like, the coolest character here. Well, any other thoughts, yay or nay? Genuinely, I enjoyed that one. That was probably the, uh... Like, even including the season finale and shit, I feel like that was probably our biggest challenge yet. Yeah, probably biggest, yeah. I also like that we got to play Hero in a different way at first, like, being like, oh my god, we gotta get these people to the hospital, we gotta get these people back. I was wondering what I would have to do to let you know it was radioactive, like, I was like, yeah, stuff's stuff's wilting and dying, everyone's throwing up. I thought it was just really hot. I'm a history teacher, not a science teacher, fuck off. You should know about Chernobyl. Yeah, I know about Chernobyl, that doesn't make me an expert on fucking nuclear science. Yeah, what did we think of Decay? I was really worried that once I said something, you were gonna be like, no, Brandon going through murder and charge just sounds like a fun storyline. We already have a court battle going on, please don't. How do you, how do you think this is gonna impact uh, the ongoing proceedings? We're not gonna let nobody know. Oh, Union's fucked. Are you kidding me? Laserhawks letting people know. Oh, never mind. The campus newspaper got. It. I was gonna say we just don't don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Like, yeah, you can just hide this shit. Does the campus newspaper know he was an ex-unioner? They're a really diligent newspaper. 